sucks is because it's, it's like it's still kind of summer a little bit um and summer colds or fevers or whatever always like the worst um, yeah i don't this thing is you know what i worked so hard last week yeah i was doing a lot of tech work last week i just burned myself out yeah just burned my body out i worked uh pretty hard but i i played pretty hard too uh that's right i, I don't know if you've been watching but i just had um pretty much the time of my life in san diego um guys trip Time of your life. Yeah. Probably a few too many uh henny and cokes or, you know, some champagne, but but it was mm. a it was a good time. That is a good time, man. No. <laughs> Shout out to our listeners in San Diego. Yeah. Um I'm Josh. I'm Jaren. We're the audio files. We are. We don't know what we're talking about, but, but uh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna have fun doing it, yeah. We definitely are. Um so I wanted to ask you first off, uh, what have you been listening to? Man, big, big Big announcement, JPEG Mafia's new album is out, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, I think I've talked about JPEG Mafia yeah. on the show before. Time or two. He released Veteran, and I started listening to that, and I fell d- deeply and suddenly in love with that album. I think it's a 10. Wait a minute. So I got to just stop you there for a minute. So JPEG Mafia is not a mafia. At one all. dude. It's one dude. It's like the thing, you know, ASAP Mob is like ASAP Rocky and ASAP. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a whole group of people in Baltimore. I think he was, there's JPEG Mafia and I think there's TIFF Mafia and like PNG Mafia. Yeah. Yeah. Super nerdy. Is there Raw Mafia too? That's probably, <laughs> Raw Mafia is a good one. I would have <laughs> wanted to be Raw Mafia. Yeah. That's but, a little, uh, Photography lingo for my J- photography J- out there. JPEG Mafia ended up being the, uh, you know, he's the one that kind of popped popped off of the yeah. gang. And man, Veteran is an incredible album. Go listen to that. Then he released his All My Heroes Are Cornballs is the name of the next album. Came out recently. I've been listening to that pretty much nonstop because it's awesome. It's really good. I think it's a better entrance point too. If I'm to recommend JPEG Mafia, let's listen to the new album. So It's beautiful pretty obvious question i'm gonna ask but it, it kind of leads in a right what i wanted to talk about um how did you listen to the album like what format so i'm a pretty strictly google play music guy okay it's it's very high fidelity as far as my ears can tell and then it's got good integration for like playing downloads and i'm an engineer and producer so i like download wave files and to play them off of my phone mm-hmm. And I can like switch back and forth easily, so I go Google Play Music. But did you Go- like, Google everything? Did Google you stream everything. the album off of Google Play? Or did yeah, you it's a streaming buy? service. As okay, well. so yeah, so uh, yeah, that 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 leads right into what I want to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah, streaming. I just it's just to, it's a less common one than your Spotify, or your yeah, or Apple Music. Yeah. So. Um, so would you say you stream most of your music these days? Yeah, I stream everything. Man. Yeah, yeah. How do you uh, how do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? Well, what do you, what specifically? I mean, like as a music lover, um, I'll tell you this. I remember when I first started streaming, Mm -hmm. it was like I slowly, I resisted it. Well, I didn't start streaming actually. I started pirating and then went to streaming. Pirating? Yeah. You just told yourself. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, I started getting student discounts on my albums. Let's, let's put it that way. 
this was this is past statute of limitations, right? So I you know, I started off buying CDs and slowly resisted pirating because I could tell that I was having so much fun buying my CDs and collecting and I, I, they were going to lose value to me if I was able to just download whatever album hey. I wanted. And that was my big problem and I could sense that when I was even when I was a kid I could sense like this is lame I'm going to I'm, I'm, it's going to devalue the music that I love collecting so much. Yeah, so totally. I wanted to resist it. And then I, I eventually just caught on. It was like, I can't, if I'm going to be, especially if I'm going to be a music creator, like I need to have access to the information. Yeah, so sure. that's kind of how I justified it. And then I went to streaming after that. Uh, but uh, pirating I, is where the morals broke down. I'd 100% uh, agree. So I don't know if you remember a, a, a site or a service called LimeWire. Um, Classic. <laughs> that's where it kind of all started for me. And I'm sure like millions of other people. But as far as streaming, um, as a music lover, I'm kind of in that same boat with you. Like, it's kind of like a necessary evil to me now. Um, you know, I have to do it, especially, you know, we run a whole music podcast now. Like, I got to have access to all this music. And it's, it's that's a crappy way to justify it, but I think about the fact that I'm also producing music, and it's like, well, if I want the general public... To have access to the best music that I can possibly create, I want to be able to just listen to what's available. Mm. So maybe that sounds kind of stupid or arrogant or something, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, it's it's there's a combination of I feel like music is very valuable and, and art should be concrete and and worth something and worth money. Yeah. But at the same time, like the whole idea of intellectual property is kind of like gray area to mm. me, right? Like, let's say I wanted, I had to learn a jazz standard. It's like, well, should I have to go, if I want to play a gig and I have to learn a jazz standard for the gig, should I have to go and, like, buy a, a record in order to learn that standard? It's like, no, I need to be able to, like, just listen to it. Definitely. So anyway, that's, you know. I mean, I feel you. Like, I'm saying, like, I don't know. I love music so much, and it's great to be able to have it all at my fingertips. With for ten dollars a month, I can listen to whatever I want to listen to, and like I can download it now too with Apple Music. But also, I'm like I said, just like you, I used to love going to the record store and buying albums, like collecting albums, especially from like my favorite artists. I wanted to have like, like I have like every Prince album, you know, um, every Lenny Kravitz album, like in physical form. And it's like it's cool to be able to have access to the music, but it's like I feel like I'm also losing something since I don't actually have the album, you know what I mean? Well, it's like mathematically, you know, like when you, when something becomes more available, it loses its, when there's a lot of something, it Definitely. loses its value. It's not as, it's not as rare. So, uh, oh, kind of switching gears though, as far as just streaming's uh, impact on like the quality of music now, how would you feel that it's like influenced uh, music's quality right now? That's a good question. When you first asked how do I feel about streaming? I kind of, this popped into my head, but do you feel like people release albums way more frequently now? Definitely. Definitely. That's totally. the numbers up. Like in the 90s, you, you put out a record every couple years, right? Yeah, definitely. But people, I mean, I guess especially since hip hop is the, is the prevalent music, like people are dropping like two or three mixtapes in a year. Yeah. And then maybe an album also. Yeah, definitely. And then even bands are doing hella EPs. You know, and, and singles right and left did not used to be like that. But it's like, it's <clears throat> it's almost because, like, streaming has made our attention span so so short. You know, it's like we have all these artists are dropping albums now, and there's so many more artists now because, 
you know, everybody can make music on even their iPhone or GarageBand or, or Pro Tools or whatever. So it's like, it's just this influx of new music. It's like, we'll listen to something. It might be good. We might even like it, but we kind of forget about it. Like, okay, Solange's album, A Seat at the Table, like I think was probably one of the best albums of the last five years. Definitely. But it's like, it's an old album now, if that makes sense. Like, we, yeah, we're not talking about Yeah, that's crazy. When, what year did that album come out? 2016. 16? Whereas like, I'm not, I didn't live in the 80s, um, but I'm pretty sure like, okay, uh, Thriller came out 1982, 83. I'm pretty sure we're still talking about it until the next album came out. Yeah, that album is an exception because it's so humongous. Okay, even Purple Rain. Um, that's another humongous one. But yeah, I know what you're saying though. I f- I feel like the fact that a seat at the table feels like kind of an old record at this point is crazy. Yeah, because that's 2016. It was not very long ago. Definitely. Yeah. That, Just because the magnitude of albums that has come out since then. And it's like. I don't know. Everybody's trying to do something to top this last album that came out in terms of numbers. Maybe not in terms of like quality. Um, and that's why I feel like personally, I feel like streaming's kind of made overall the quality of music now kind of like it's kind of had a negative impact on it. Too. Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, this the way that people make music is differently too. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I'm not gonna get on some like digital like oh kids can just make records on their laptops high horse because I really don't think like that. But, like, big producers, like, Boy Wanda, big producers have talked about in interviews how it's, like, you got to make a... People want you to make a song in, like, two hours now. People want you to just make beats for them. Like, the idea that you can do production sessions is crazy. If you you were an artist and you wanted, like, a band to, like, play a... If you wanted to have a song be made for you in the 70s, it would not be a two-hour production session. You wouldn't be able to just go into a room. It's, like, a long process of writing the song and getting like a band of cats to like get the record together production takes way longer when you're dealing with a bunch of live instruments it's a whole different animal and i don't mean to say that's a good thing or a bad thing but when there's you know it's it's like if less time and energy goes into it then i guess i don't know maybe it kind of does lose its value a little bit it definitely like and everything's kind of rushed now because of streaming like you said everybody's releasing albums and it's kind of like you gotta if you want to not get lost in the shuffle like being a, a current artist you have to you know constantly have some music out and whether that's good music or bad music you got to kind of stay relevant and it's forcing people to drop these albums that aren't really good aren't really thought out and honestly i don't even think a lot of these albums are albums anymore air quotes i think like a lot of the stuff that comes out especially like hip-hop is more a playlist yeah, playlists and mixtapes, right? Um, and yeah, I've always been kind of like a guy like, well, you know, a few years ago, like there's not really much difference in mixtapes and albums now. And I, I kind of still feel like that's the same thing now because albums have gone more into mixtape or playlist territory. Whereas uh, before, I feel like lots of mixtapes sounded just like albums, if that makes sense. Like they were still kind of like had a concept to them. You, some so of here's them. the thing. I mean, maybe we got to delineate between there's a change in in what music we're hearing is it caused by the streaming service or just the fact that that hip-hop is kind of the prevalent genre now well i don't think it's just in hip-hop either i think it's definitely in pop um well let's just say hip-hop r&b just for the sake of my argument it's like if it was still rock like people don't just drop a rock mixtape yeah they put together an album and do it every two years like there's a very specific thing the way you record a rock album is you get all the songs written and then you go to the studio for two months like that's a different process than hip hop, right? You're just making, you're just in the studio, however long, and you're Definitely. making those songs. And producers are just making a bunch of beats for you. 
So it's it's just a different it's like a different way that the music is put together. And again, it's not a good thing or a bad thing, but with that change comes like a lot of music that's like much I'm not I hate to use the word disposable, but you can get like six mixtapes out in a year with that Definitely. process instead. Definitely. Uh you said disposable, but I mean I I'd say yeah, a lot of the stuff that comes out is disposable. Um I can name a few albums from like artists that I'm I really like hip hop wise, um, that have dropped albums recently. And I'm kinda like, ah, I'm not feeling that. And I feel like if we were still in an era where even if let's say five years ago where streaming wasn't as big, where people still kinda like, you know, you had iTunes and you would buy the album off of iTunes, like I feel like those certain albums would be better if we were back in that era. Like ASAP Rocky's last album was pretty trash, I would say. Yeah. Uh I don't I don't even remember what it was called. And I was hyped for it because he hadn't dropped the album in like three years. Yeah. And it he was took all like, that time off to like learn to produce or whatever. And yeah. Yeah. And it was like I feel like his album before that um was so like different and it took lots of risk and you know what I mean? It, it like it kinda all flowed together, had like this whole whole kind of spacey, woozy kind of sound to it. And if it, it flowed, like there were definitely highs and lows. And I feel like this last album, he kind of stayed in the same kind of like pocket the whole time. And all the songs, I can't really differentiate a lot of them from each other now. You we know. haven't we haven't mentioned this yet, but it's got to be said the the whole thing about getting onto playlists. Here's I know I have a friend that lives in L.A. and he's he I don't I don't really want to drop names right now, but he collaborates with this pretty big producer in the electronic world. Mm-hmm. This guy apparently like is making a really really reasonable living just off of streaming royalties that he's yeah. set up for himself thus far, and he just has enough he has enough playlist clout and enough like album listeners that he's that he's generated over the years where i don't think he has to release anything maybe for the rest of his life in order to just generate streaming income mm-hmm. which i mean i don't know maybe he probably maybe that's a little bit of a stretch he probably has to keep releasing albums but that's his living now so it's like there's not a there's less music and money in the music industry but streaming is the playlists man that's that's the big ticket like that's how you get that's how you can set up like serious income sources yeah. for yourself. So I think because of that, people have started to make more playlistable music. Like I kind of think when I hear the last two Drake albums, I just man, hear I, that's playlistable. Definitely. Like okay, just immediate hooks, right? Yeah. No, like long interlude parts. No long bridges. Just super short to the point. Yeah. Like nothing too wild or sonically different that's gonna like throw off your ears if you're just listening, just to be listening. Like there's there's some kind of like goes down easy kind of attributes. Like everything is just kind of like smooth and definitely chocolatey. I feel like things are starting to take that shape a little bit. Yeah, just because that's a that's a purpose. Now. That would be like so you know. Okay, I'm just gonna put this out there. You know, <clears throat> every week I do like a um on our Instagram. I kind of do like a post about what we're talking about and I use certain artists we talked about. Like Drake is definitely going to be included on this next one because I actually, talking about streaming and like how it's cheap in the quality of music, his last two albums were like the top two albums that come to my mind when I think of like stuff like this. Like I feel like Scorpion was trash. Like Yeah, well he like owns streaming now. That's the crazy yeah, thing. That's the thing. He's just trying to run the numbers up and he's not making good music anymore. It's just about... Oh, I want to say, you know, my album's the most streamed of 2018 or 2019. You know, I, I had this many hits, all my songs t- uh, charted on top 40. It's like, well, playlistable isn't the same thing as good. 
He yeah. might make the most playlistable music of all time, Definitely. right? Super, super easy to listen to stuff. Super not interrupting the flow of anything stuff. I guess basically what I'm trying to say, like my point with all this is, I feel like streaming is to an extent killing the excitement of music in some ways, slowly but surely. Where do you see it ending up? Uh, I would, I would like to say I hope the bubble bust at one at one point. Like people just get so sick of oh, all this music is kind of trash, you know. Um, there's not really much going on. Like everybody's just trying to make a radio hit. Yeah, maybe people will start going to more underground people. Yeah, definitely. To find that because underground people still have that not giving a shit about numbers and yeah. just wanting to produce the art. And that's kind of how I feel. Like I don't know. I, I would say R and B as a genre um, is kind of split. Like you definitely have your playlistable artists but then you also have like a lot of like great underground artists who are still making good music like the internet um her janelle monet none of those people are underground they're definitely none of those people are well not I, her anymore okay well her her was on best new artist and grammys janelle monet was on best artist hers grammys. not underground anymore but she, like her first stuff was like definitely underground she was you know kinda, yeah but you can't call them underground because they used to be underground all right you, you got a point but i'm it. saying like okay the music that they've made isn't, you know, stuff that you're going to hear on radio all the time. Janelle Monet is kind of underground. She's an underground pop star. I, put it like I that. refute that. I want to argue that. She was up for Best New Artist, too, uh, and then okay. she has, like, commercials. She, But she definitely doesn't have any, like, hits. Yeah, but her remember her computer was up. What com- What is that stupid album called? Dirty Computer? Come dirty on, Computer man. was that up for, like, album. big... No, it wasn't. It was up for what? Best... Some pop album i don't even know that almost that almost world famous she went on world too like the okay the grammys don't dictate what people actually listen to the grammys yeah but come on that ba- that baseline rules you out of the underground category we got to not, agree not at all because okay so esperanza spalding's not underground she won 2011 best, new, best new artist but yeah. is that okay so i wouldn't even call it no you're right though i wouldn't call her underground i don't think esperanza oh, spalding tripping. is underground you're tripping now. underground is not the right word she's she's underappreciated she's underrated so i, I feel like I, I feel a poll coming on uh, on our instagram feed is janelle monet underground that's not? a ridiculous question there's no way you can think I mean, janelle monet is think. underground she's, she's if she's not underground then like what is overground at that point like there are a few people bigger than her, there are a few people. There are lots of people bigger. There than are her. a small handful of people bigger than her. Underground is is like people. I can that, name you like ten R just R and B artists that are bigger. than Underground her right is now. like you would mention it and I might not know it. That's underground, or I mention it and you might not know it, right? Everybody knows about Janelle Monae. Okay, maybe she's not underground, but she's definitely not mainstream. So whatever that I don't even space agree with, is. I don't even agree with that either. Uh, you're tripping now. We might have to keep arguing about this. I mean, you changed, you just hijacked the whole streaming <laughs> episode we had. Now we're, it's, I think it's Janelle Monae underground. I feel like you got your point across. I got my point across. Not that I know what I'm talking about. You never know what you're talking about. You having fun doing I'm it? I'm having a lot of fun Me doing too. it. Me too. It's sick ass. Back in a second. <laughs> And we are back. Man, I hope I hope you can't hear my sniffling and sneezing off in the background. Well, I mean, if they if they couldn't, they're definitely listening, man. Yeah. <laughs> now now you'll be able to hear it. Because I said something. <laughs> but um We're the audiophiles. We are. Um I think we said that already, but I guess it's good to say it again. 
We are the audiophiles. Just in case uh, you forgot. <laughs> so uh, wrapping up my thoughts on streaming, um, like I said, basically as a music lover, I have a very complex relationship with it. Like it's really like a love hate kind of thing. Like I love the fact that I can just go out there, listen to whatever I want, ten bucks a month. But with the new music that new music that's coming out now, I feel like it's definitely like making the quality somewhat worse at least for like we said we're saying mainstream artists which janelle monet is not a mainstream artist. <laughs> okay whatever i'm i'm willing to move on from this i'm gonna let you yeah because you know i'm right let you finish your point you're not listen if i just feel like if you get on grammys or like xxl freshman that rules you out you don't get to call yourself like underground or like so what is underground for you like it's under underground is a very specific type of not known about like that's that for me means some because i just i don't know i resonate with that artist differently yeah. somebody that has not blown up yet somebody that is not reached let me think i don't know you can be underground and making your living off of music definitely but you're you're not on tv commercials you're not you're not in hollywood you're not doing acting you're not doing like collabs with big 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 huge major artists i mean i, I get your point i guess to me I, i'd say underground because just because people know about you doesn't mean they listen to you and i'm a i'm a pretty big janelle monet fan but i gotta say i don't feel like a lot of people really you know check her stuff out like she's not i can't even i don't think she even had like a top 40 hit on her last few records well it's like what is what are we going off of them Rate, how are we rating her as an artist? How did she get on the Grammys if her stuff wasn't... Do you think it was all publicity? Do you think that was all, like, 80% label? I just think because she makes good music, so therefore you kind of got to notice. Um, Hot take, I don't like her records. I, I know you don't, but let's not get it. You also like Playboy Cardi, so your your opinion doesn't really You can't, you can't bring that right up now. every time. I'm uh, Man, when his next tape comes out, you are going to eat all, every single one of you. No, I'm not, because he sucks, bro. You know, I, when you were... I, this album kept popping into my head when we were talking about the streaming, which was Trippy Red's new album. Okay. I got the distinct impression with it because we we talked about it, and I think the general consensus on that album is it's not quite as good as you know the the mixtapes that he's put out, yeah. or even the album before that. Yeah, or even maybe the album before it. Was it Life's could, a Trip? Life's a Trip was the first album, yeah. right? And then you know Love Letter one through three. But I get the distinct impression that he kind of put all of his love and energy into a love letter to you three. And then when it was time to make the album, like he didn't really have that many new great ideas. Like if he had, if he hadn't made that mixtape and just focused on the album, it would have been an incredible album because he would have been able to cut so much of the fat yeah. and put and just put together an amazing piece of music. But because of the mixtape thing and he's, you know, he's on the clock to keep releasing those pieces of music. But again, like we were saying, I, I also think it got a, a lot to do with streaming. Like with artists who are actually like good artists, they'll you'll see a lot of times their mixtape is better than their actual album because the mixtape is for the fans that are actually with them. The album is more for like you know streaming numbers and the casual listeners. So therefore, it's gonna come out a little more poppy and a little more disposable sometimes. So I think it's a case of that too. Here's here's an idea. Maybe if you're underground, you don't really care about the numbers. Like it's kind of like a like under I don't know, part of my definition of underground is like you identify with that not really chasing after this big 
fame thing, or at least you haven't arrived there yet to the mm. extent where your numbers are like a big deal. Janelle Monet numbers are no, definitely not. She doesn't care about numbers. Like, come on, man. Her label, somebody cares about numbers. So to be pushing her as as hard as they're pushing her, I don't feel like she's pushed that hard. Like, I mean, this is the thing. She's gotta get advertised. You gotta get politicized in order to go on the Grammys. That's how the Grammys works. All right. Well, again, Esperanza Spalding beat Drake and Justin Bieber in Best New Artist. That's an incredible. That was like a glitch in the Matrix when that happened. Man, well, hey. That was like one of those. My argument. <laughs> it, that's like one of the few moments where I have, like, I truly have deep hope for the, the humanity that is listening to music right now. Yeah. She also beat somebody else that was like great. That's pretty huge. Like two other people, I for, I forget. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it sucks we don't know it off the top. It's Drake, Justin Bieber, and then um, some rock band. Yeah, some some big old rock band. Oh, Florence and the Machine. Yeah, it was Florence and the Machine. You're right. Incredible. Crazy. Do you remember when Florence and the Machine was a big deal? I never liked them. You didn't? No. Nah, what was that song? They had Dog Days. It was just too theatrical. And uh, she's ridiculous. I remember when she was on Saturday Night Live when I was a kid. Yeah, I didn't I, like, watch I that. Are you an SNL guy? I am. If you make it on SNL, you're not underground. It's another. It's another little rule. <laughs> Throw it out there. Okay. So now you're just finding stuff to like, basically it's push like, Janelle Monae out of the underground. It's like these are the things that. Because, I don't know, I feel like underground is almost a pride point for some people. Mm. Like, yeah, fuck that. We don't need that kind of hype yeah. in order to, for us to make our art. It's like, well, you have hype. You make it on this. I want to ask you something. Would you say hiatus is is uh, underground? No, they're not underground anymore. All right. They're not. Before they made, bef- maybe Choose Your Weapon came out in 2015. And uh, maybe, the, uh, maybe, the first couple of years because that album has been like snowballing yeah a lot of people listen to it definitely now. you just got me into it like uh what's that dr jekyll Man. it's cr- one of my favorite songs of all time it's crazy to me that people are still catching on to that record it's just so powerfully good that yeah. like people are still getting put onto it it's growing all by itself anyway so good an- stuff man a lot of good music out there uh, uh, another one i wanted to ask you so the internet are they are they underground no, how not? They're not underground. They're definitely underground. Just because of the, just because so many people know about them now, man. I don't feel so strongly about this one because it's not like Sid is on like TV commercials or mm-hmm. it's not like their music is like <clears throat> played in a bunch of movies or anything like that. But, but I don't think I just think enough people know about them. I think they're they're popular enough. They can headline big, big, big yeah, tours. Twenty sums like us know about them, but outside of that, like. Any, yeah, but I mean, you know, twenty five and up don't really. We make up a pretty big percent of music patrons. Very true, but I also feel like if you're like a mainstream artist, like you know, generations know about you. That's a generalization. It could right? be like I, and that's also partially. I mean, I don't know. Trippy Red, people older than our generation don't really know about Trippy Red necessarily. That's because he's so new. So I think just being around as a mainstream person long enough, different generations. Yeah, and I feel, okay, so the internet has been around for like eight, nine years now. Not that many people still know about it. Yeah, they've had a slow burn for sure. Yeah, very slow. But I think at this point, they've they've built themselves up to the extent. I mean, any of the individual members probably, I would consider them to be underground in their own right. Because that's a super group. Yeah. But the group. Genesis. Yeah, but the group altogether. 
Yeah, I don't know. No. I don't know. Not that I'm the gatekeeper or anything. Or not See, that I'm trying to be a gatekeeper. That worries me, though, that you think the, inter- the internet isn't underground because, like, I'm like, okay, well, if they're mainstream or if they're moving into, like, more mainstream I territory. They're, they're not mainstream. Are they going to fall victim to all the streaming stuff we're talking about where they just start making playlists to try to run the numbers up? See, I here's what the thing is. I even think some mainstream people are like that. I think this is a thing that goes across every different group of whatever your popularity is. It's like some people are real artists. Yeah, Kendrick is not going to drop a bullshit mixtape. He's a real artist. Yeah. Is Drake a real artist who's like music first? Not anymore. So not anymore. He used so, to be. It's like, okay, I believe in the internet as a group of content creators. When I ask you, when do you think Drake lost that like you know, I'm an actual artist first? I don't know. Well, he didn't even start out on music, right? Like isn't that Jimmy the- Brooks and Degrassi? <laughs> Yeah, so I don't. I think he was already kind of Hollywood before he even started doing yeah, music. Yeah, a little bit. So I he didn't. There's no way he released his first record independently, right? I believe it was like a uh, his first record or his first mixtape. His first anything. I think mixtape was pretty independent. Or was it a small label? Or was it a? I'd have to look into. it. Yeah, I I kind of suspect that he already had some help from the get go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was already at a point of fame that was more than zero in order to in order to be able to, you know, in order to, he had that show. So you think he never was like an artist artist? Like he just kind of always cared about the numbers and... I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't, even all the way at the beginning, I wouldn't give him the same artist artist tag as I would a internet necessarily. I'm not going to try to strip him of that completely because he had produced a lot of good music. Definitely. But I don't know. I, I think I think he's kind of always been... Drake. He's always been a pop artist for sure. So fair enough. Therein lies my argument. All right. So uh I guess there it is. So uh, what if what before we leave here, what do you have an album recommendation for the week? What have yeah, you been I was about to? to get into that? Um my album recommendation. I gotta do album, I can't do a song this week. You can do song, you can do album, mixtape, um, EP. Just because I've been listening to this album so much. Um my my uh album recommendation for the week is gonna be Lucy Pearl. I don't know. Now that's underground. Um it was a Neo Soul group back in like uh nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere around there. Uh Raphael Sadiq, um and also like the lead vocalist from the group in Vogue and some other dude like formed a, like basically a super group and released one album. Mm. Um probably one of the best Neo Soul albums you'll hear. Awesome. And it's just titled Lucy Pearl. That's the group's name, too. Lucy Pearl. Yeah. Check it out. I'm, listen- I'm listening to it. What you got for us this week? Listen to that new JPEG Mafia. <sighs> All my heroes are cornballs. It is fantastic music. Oh what a title. All my heroes are cornballs. Yeah. All right, cool. So getting out of here, I just want to say, um, like I said, streaming's great, but to all my artists listening, Start actually getting back to making albums. That's all we want. You know, we don't... Playlists are cool, but when you drop an album, we want to hear an album, something cohesive, um, and let us know you actually tried and put time and effort into it. Mark the date. Jaron Williams just fixed music. I didn't fix it, but, you know... He just single-handedly fixed it. If y'all listening, like, please, I don't want to hear no more playlists like Scorpion or uh, More Life or whatever ASAP Rocky's last album is. Like, Kendrick, Kendrick and J. Cole still make albums. Like, follow that model. I don't know what I'm talking about. I had fun doing it. I had fun doing it also. We are the audio files. See you next week. Peace.